Hey, welcome to the Relentless Positivity Podcast. I'm your host, Joe Martin. I've got someone interesting today that maybe you haven't heard about what she specializes in. So her, she's what she does. She's a doctor of physical therapy, and she's a president of Accelerate Therapy and Performance, where she specializes in workplace injury. You may have heard that before. Maybe you've never heard of the term industrial athlete. We'll get into that a little bit later. I thought that was a really cool term that you might not have heard about. So, and a couple of clients she's worked with, maybe you've heard of them, Aldi, Dillard's, maybe a couple of those small companies you might have heard of right there. So uh, Dr. Fowler, thank you so much for coming on the show. Hey, thanks for having me, Joe. Oh, absolutely. I'm excited. Like I said, I've heard of the term industrial athlete. I thought it was a cool thing. We'll get into that later. But let's take it back. Where where did you grow up? What were you kind of kid were you into growing up? What was your interest? Sure. I moved around quite a bit. My dad was climbing the corporate ladder and, and doing what he did in his profession. So I moved moved around quite a bit. Um, I, I learned in high school that I was um, a fairly, fairly good athletic kind of person. Um, and I was a swimmer throughout my life. And so my Junior year, I had kind of retired from swimming already because it's it's a grueling kind of sport to train for, um, even as a young person. So, but my junior year, I was swimming high school swimming, and, and my coach was like, "Yeah, you can swim in college, right?" I was like, "What?" <laughs> Talking about anyway. So, I, for whatever reason, that kind of spurred me on to uh, choose a, a college that I could swim for, and I went to UNC Wilmington. It's a University of North Carolina in Wilmington on the coast. Um, got a great education there, ended up at Elon to finish my master's and doctor of physical therapy. And then 20 years later, here I am, three kids, husband, all that, and living in Salisbury, North Carolina, which is a great place um, and a place I consider home now. It's just an amazing community. Nice. Do you still get out and swim? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Swim three, three days a week. I got really involved in triathlons um, as a, a 20, 30-year-old and um, did some long distance Ironman, man racing and marathons and all that kind of stuff. Oh so, yeah. If you can, if you can do the swimming part, you can do triathlon. Like if you're a dominant, right. dominant swim, most everyone can kind of figure out the other stuff, but the struggle is usually as a swim. So you're ahead of people on that. Yeah. You, yeah. It's a, you have to train for all three sports. There's not like, there's not a lot of crossover, uh, when it comes to efficiency of movement and maintaining, you know, you, you, you start burning matches somewhere. Right? <laughs> That's true. So, yeah. so you have to figure out where you burn matches less. Did your, uh, did your hair ever turn green in high school? Um, it turned bleach blonde <laughs> my, my uh, freshman year of college, just all the sun and all the, all the chlorine in the pool. I had a couple of friends that their, their hair changing. Like, that's a tough sport. I mean, before school, after school, so many hours in the water. So that's a, sure. I'm sure you, that's a, you, you developed your work ethic early with that sport for sure. Definitely. So, definitely. Uh, so, why physical therapy? Why did you decide to go into that? Oh, that's a great question. So why, why caused me to go into PT? I was actually headed towards medical school and doing all the prep work for medical school, but my, my swimming career, I did end my swimming career um, after my freshman year in college, because my left shoulder was bothering me all the time. And I was all the orthopedic surgeon and I was, uh, swimmers are the redheaded stepchildren of the train of the sports world. I don't know if you know that. So we get like the freshman, just newly athletic trainer person. So I wasn't, you know, wasn't getting awesome care with, with the athletic training room. Um, cause I was getting the newbie, uh, but I couldn't, my shoulder just wasn't being fixed by cortisone shots and they didn't know what to do. My best friend's mom was a physical therapist and she was like, Hey, we went out to dinner when I actually let my mom look at your shoulder. And I was like, okay. And this was a couple of years later. I still couldn't do overhead presses without pain. I couldn't swim more than 50 
yards without pain or sorry, 500 yards without pain in my shoulder. And she's like, let me look, let her look at it. So she did two things to my neck and gave me two exercises. And within two months I could swim as far as I wanted. Wow. And so that's when I started taking up triathlons and doing all that. But I thought like when that happened, I was like, wow, people can do that. You can fix people. You can get them moving better just by putting your hands on them, just by showing them something to do. It's not, it's not in a pill. It's not, it wasn't any of that. That didn't fix me. The, what fixed me was, you know, it wasn't even time. Time didn't even fix me. Right. Like swim, oh, you'll stop swimming and it'll be fine. But it was really the, what she did. So I've, it's been my joy to be a physical therapist, quite honestly, to, to show value to people that, you know, whether you want to go the medical route or not, you should certainly visit your physical therapist for any orthopedic issue because they might have something to deliver that nobody else is thinking about. Oh yeah. That's yeah. a great way a great entry into the profession right there. That's yeah. really cool. So, uh, so let's say I'm in uh, Salisbury, North Carolina. What, what am I, what, am I going out? Am I going a night on the town? Where am I going out to eat? What's your favorite? Oh, yeah. so, well, I have three kids, so I don't go out a lot. Um, <laughs> so, but I, uh, yeah, I spend quite a bit of time just, uh, palling around with my kids. Uh, it's a great place to do stuff. We have great parks. Uh, we have a great community to get around and we have a lake and there's not too, it's not too far from, from Winston or Charlotte. So if you want to go hit it big on the town and go out to some really fun places, but we have some great places to eat, eat in town as well. And our city is really good about um, pulling community together. We'll have concerts in our park at our bell tower green. We'll have um, events at the North Carolina, North, North Carolina transit museum. So it's a um, big train stations, beautiful in Spencer. So we have lots of, lots of community events as well to get our communities together. Oh, nice. and, a, and a big holiday parade. Like you can't, you can't miss our holiday parade. It's a thing. Oh, I gotta go check it out, man. That sounds like yeah. a great place. To, great place to raise kids too. It sounds sure. like as well. Sure. So, uh, so we got, we talked about a little bit before we came on air, kind of tell you, how did you got into specializing in workplace injuries? Yeah. When I, um, as I started my PT career, I noticed, cause it was most, like 99% of my patients were work comp at that time um, for, and I realized that they kept having the same injuries over like over and over and over again, or I'd see the same kind of injury from the same place of work and the same lines and all that. And I, so one day I just kind of got fed up with it. And I was like, you know what, like, let me call these employers and see if I could take a tour. I was super curious about why, why are these people having these issues? So I started taking a tour um, of each plant and, and anybody who would let me in. Uh, and then one day I was at a plant who was pretty friendly to, to me and, and happy for me to be around. And this lady was complaining about wrist pain. And I, I was like, okay, I was like, let me watch you work. And she said, well, I was working at that line over here a couple months ago and I moved over here. And ever since then I've had wrist pain. It's like, okay. So I watched her work and noticed that she was reaching and she had this funny movement in her wrist when she was trying to push this button every few seconds. So I had, um, I had the maintenance guy come over and I was like, Hey, is there any way we can move this button to over here? You know, is that a problem? And he was like, no, it shouldn't be a problem. I came back a couple months later just to do another tour. And the lady almost tackled me because I had, she's like, my wrist pain is gone. You move the button. It was great. And she said, you know what? She said, like all my buddies who work the sign too, they were just don't hurt either. And they were all having the problem. And I was like, Oh, that this is what I need to do. You know, this is how I need to solve problems. Um, and I've really been graced and gifted with em employers who care enough about their employees to say, Hey, we need to put an athletic trainer, a physical therapist in house in place to take care of our industrial athletes. 
people work really, really hard, right? People who are putting together products, people who are working in warehouses, they work really, really hard to get, um, you know, food on our tables. Um, as you mentioned, one of my employers is Aldi. And one of the things I would say to the groups of them as I was going around during the pandemic was thank you. Thank you. Because if you didn't show up, if those people didn't show up, you and I aren't getting food on our tables. And so oh, man. it's just yeah, incredible yeah. to me. Just and really I love, I stuff. love, if you've never been to Aldi, those people work. I mean, they are never sitting still, even when they're at the cash register, they're moving so That's fast. Right. It's, it's a lot of pressure to get your groceries in and out of there. They work so fast. So those people, and I love Aldi too. So you keep, thank you for keeping them healthy. I need, I need yeah. them in my life for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so you mentioned the term industrial out. Is that a newer term? That's something that's in the past five, 10 years. Is that something that you've heard of before? Where did that term come from? Yeah, I started using this probably a decade ago. I'm sure somebody else has coined it. Um, but I truly look at like, it, it's crazy. We, we um, treat our athletes like athletes and we put people in place to take care of them, right? Um, the professional athletes have dozens of people that take care of them. Um, a professional triathlete will literally spend their whole budget on, you know, how much ever they're making, which is not a lot. Like most tr professional triathletes make no money. But what they do, they end up spending on training and recovery and having the people to help them, right? So we value that with our athletes. We value this with our military and all the, all the physical things that our military men and women do. Why, like, to me, it's, it's the same thing. Why are we doing it for people who have really hard jobs? Help them recover well, help them be well, help educate them, Um you know, uh, my, my athletic trainers and my physical therapists that work in my company, they went to school for a really long, long time to learn what they know. And so for us to share that value with our employees in a simple, tangible, consumable way to help them feel better, it's, it makes all the difference. So, um, yeah, we, we see it just being a, an awesome thing to be able to do. Absolutely. Is there like a top three injury list that you see over and over? What are there common injuries across the board? What do you see the most of? And it depends on where you are. So, you know, if you're in a manufacturing facility, you'll see, a, a, it just kind of depends on what they're doing. So if they're putting together things, you see a lot of wrist and hand issues. If you're in an office space, you're going to see a lot of neck and shoulder, back, wrist and hand stuff. If you're doing, if you're in warehousing, you're going to see a lot of, uh, you know, knee, back, shoulder things. Um, it just kind of depends on where, where they're working. I wouldn't say there's any like one like you're like, it's always backs. Like most injuries are, are back injuries compared, you know, musculoskeletal, but, um, you know, that, that's why, that's what we're here for as, as fitness professionals and, and healthcare professionals, like get everybody's core stronger because nobody has core control anymore. <laughs> that's right. So is there something people are doing that seems to result in a lot of pain? Is it overuse stuff? Is it bad body position? What, what do you see that's kind of you're the cause of a lot of it? Sure. And it, again, it's really hard to say, but the most, most of the time it's, um, poor training. So we put a lot of time into training people into doing coaching, um, while people are on the floor. So to show them how to be efficient and effective, um, and a lot of education too, like, um, you, you'll see people trying to pick up, you know, eight cases of product at a time. And you're like, look, you're actually spending more time doing that because then you got to figure out where those cases are going or, you know, all that you have to be efficient. And that might mean just picking up one case and you probably will do it faster, believe it or not, doing eight cases one time than you would eight cases at a time. 
Well, that's yeah. cool. See, see, we had talked a little bit about about this concept of from broken to built. Is that kind of how you look at your your athletes? How they come in and they have all these injuries, and you build it. What's what's kind of the process that you start with when someone comes in with injuries? Yeah, it, in in the PT clinic for sure. We start we start with what seems to be the core central issue that that overhangs everything. Um, and sometimes just, just because the pain is in their back or their hip doesn't mean that's where the problem is. Right. So we've, we've had people that, um, have had severe neck pain and we end up stretching their low backs out and their neck pain starts to dissipate. Right. So we, we think you're all connected. Um, and I, I like that term broken to build, um, like you have to kind of start with the main overarching thing that you're like. What is, what is it? And what does our, our, our patient want? So as long as we're driving back to their goal, that's the main thing. You know, if somebody's shoulders wrecked and they also hurt their knee, but they really want to get back to running, we'll focus on their knee first and then address their shoulder as we can, um, too. So, but if it's, if it's, uh, you know, a functional issue, we might even start with an FMS screen or something like that to take them through just a functional screen to show them where they are and take pictures and be like, Hey, the reason why your left hip hurts is because you, you're not even on, you're not even on your right hip when you squat, you know? So, yeah. Yeah. The, the full body for sure. It's not just the one thing that usually yeah. an injury is from somewhere else. So that's a cool. Yeah. So uh, let me ask you, how do you guys deal with the, the emotional aspect of people being in pain and through injury? I know it's a huge thing that people deal with because especially if it's your livelihood. So how do you guys deal with the emotional part of it? Right. And, and you never know what you're going to get when patients walk in the door, right? We're all, we're all mixed bags. And, and we're really cognizant of that. I think that most healthcare um, education, I would, I would want to hope anyway, and mine certainly was at Elon, that's so psychosocial, emotional connection is really important, especially to the musculoskeletal system. You know, over time, we've thought like, well, you have your brain and you have your body, but they're totally entwined. And Absolutely. so I, I tell my employees who have these hard jobs, I'm like, thank goodness you have this hard job. Like being so physical is going to help your longevity and your wellness, as long as you treat yourself good. Right. And as long as you recover. So, you know, to tie in like your physical self is a part of your emotional self. I think that that's really key. We, and we deliver that in the PT clinic as well. And, you know, yeah, we, I, I think I was really lucky early in my PT career as a student, I had this lady, she's super nice. Like we had a good time and we laughed about stuff and, and we had really nice conversations. Um, she had a frozen shoulder and she just couldn't get that last little bit of range back. Like she was kind of still stuck. And then she's like, oh, I just can't get that range back. And I was like, okay. I was like, if you're okay with it, I want to release your subscapularis. Now this muscle, that's a big word, is under your shoulder blade. So I'm going to stick my hand in your armpit, right? And you always want to tell people when you're going to do something crazy <laughs> like that. Um, you always want to tell people as a healthcare provider, hey, I'm putting my hands on you. But, um, you know, in that case, I'm like, look, I'm going to put my hand in your armpit. Um, so I did that and she, and we were having a nice conversation laughing and she just started to ball. Like she just totally broke down and started crying. And she's like, I don't know why I'm crying. You know, she's like, I don't, I don't know why. Uh, she came back three more visits, three times she cried, but she got all her range back. And she said, it doesn't hurt. You know, she's like, it didn't hurt. I just, I don't know why I cry when I do that. So I got this really great perspective of we can hold emotions in places. 
And sometimes we need to let them out and movement's a part of that too. And healing is a part of that. So pretty cool. So my takeaway is next time someone is, uh, Maybe they're sad or something. I'm gonna reach right in their armpit. Grab in their armpit. I'm gonna fix them right up immediately. <laughs> yeah, definitely distract them. Yeah, I learned. I learned something today. So that's <laughs> that's a great. <laughs> so um, let's say there's someone out there listening right now, and, and they're in pain. They think, "Oh, I'm I'm too old. I'm too far gone. Oh. You know, I, I can't ever be fixed." What What would you say to that person? Right. Yeah, and uh, I love I love to kid around a little bit a lot of times with my patients because they'll say. Oh, my left knee is really bothering me. Well, I'm just old. And I'm like, well, does the right one hurt? And they say no. And I'm like, they're the same age. <laughs> you know, so so I, I try not to let that objection of I'm old, I'm supposed to hurt. Like, this is a misnomer. Um, I, I think it's devastating in the world. I actually was sitting on a, a panel and I had two pharma uh, pharmacists say, yeah, uh, pain's just a part of life. People just need to get out of pain because they're so ingrained in there's a pill for that. Right. There's a pill for that. When in actuality, like, yes, if you have arthritis, you're going to run the gamut. There are people that are eaten up with arthritis and they don't hurt at all. And there's some people with just a little bit of arthritis and it's killing them. Okay. I'm not saying it's not real. It's real. This is real, a real pain. However, what if it's not the arthritis? What if it's that you've been catering to something and then it just, you're just not moving as well. So how much of that pain is from just a poor movement pattern and how much of it is from the arthritis? And you need to explore that. Um, I think physical therapy is a great way to do that. I think just a general level of fitness is great for that. Always go, you know, get a physical with your doctor and get cleared before you start physical activity. But um, in quite a few states, I don't know about Alabama, but in North Carolina, physical therapists have direct access. So you can call your physical therapist up that you know, like, and trust and, or your friends say go to, or look at Google reviews and say, you know, I, I need to check this out and see if there's an alternative to, you know, my doctor telling me, well, I can give you this arthritis medication. And I, and I, and I don't devalue that. I think that's amazing. Um, but the, the, the medical system has failed because we are trying to treat chronic disease with medication. Right. That's probably, it's great for acute, acute issues. I'm so grateful to my doctors when my kids have an infection and I get an antibiotic, like I'm like, yes, thank goodness. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. But we, we failed our society with chronic disease because we haven't said one of the cures, right? All the things that exercise can do for us. If it, you know, if it was in a pill, everybody'd be taking it. Right. Yeah. So, so, but for, for my people, for people who are hurting and feel like they're limited, I always say, look, be your own advocate ask, right? If you're in a state that you don't have direct access, just tell your doctor, like, I want to try this. Doctors, doctors want to help you. They certainly do. Um, I, I have lots of doctor friends and they, they want to help their patients as much as possible. They care for you. So I, I'd say, you know, physical therapy is a great route. If you haven't been moving, um, get moving, get outside, get some sun, get some fresh air. It's really, really important. Yeah. I had a doctor tell me one time that motion is lotion. You know, if you sit around all the time and you start getting locked up, you know, then it it gets worse. Right. But if you start moving a little bit, maybe it'll kind of help some things out. So that's, that's great advice. Always go to the professional. If if you're in pain, it doesn't have to be like that. All all the doctors and PTs I taught, it it doesn't have to be like this. You know, you don't have to suffer all this. There's a way, a path forward. 
and people like Dr. Fowler are out there doing, and they're seeing it every day. So you don't have to, you don't have to suffer in pain. Uh, it, it may not cure you. Like you said, there may just be some things you're going to have to deal with, but you don't have to be in the exact amount of pain you're in right now. There's always, a, and sometimes when you're just doing something, it just feels so much better that when you're proactively taking steps, I always talk about the AAA, you know, action alleviates anxiety. When you're doing something, it makes the problem shrink up just a little bit more. That's right. Yeah. we Our, our problems are bigger in our heads than they actually are. Yeah. Always. It's, it's oh. like the paperwork I have laying on my desk that, you know, that I need to get to. <laughs> Like it looks terrifying, but I really am going to get it done. And it's going to take me five minutes, you know, <laughs> it's still paperwork is terrible. I'm with you on yeah. that. So yeah. it is terrible. <laughs> so, so let me ask you what's, uh, what's next for ATP? What's next for your company? Do you guys sure. see? I... Um, uh, so we, we are a growing company. We just added a second physical therapy practice this year. And we are always, always in conversations with employers to, to say, this is what we do. And this is why we do it to help reduce injury rates within companies to deliver value to employees and be that frontline first aid healthcare provider to, to say like, Hey, like, let's get this moving. Let's fix this. And then that coach. Um, so we're, we're ever expanding and talking to new companies. Um, and always happy to talk to any companies that want to care for their employees. Um, the, the work comp system is a tough, tough system to be in for everyone. It's not fair to the employees. It's not fair to the employers. Um, and so we want to keep people out of it. We want to keep people well and, and get problems solved before they start, just like the lady with the wrist issue. So that's, yeah, that's what's next for We're growing and ever changing. It's, it's just, it's such a fun gig to be in right now because so many employers are looking for a solution. Well, cool. If, if they're an employer looking out right now and how would they reach out with you to find out if they can come in and help them out? Absolutely. So it's super easy. Get on our website, accelerate-pt.com. Um, they can email me directly to Delane at accelerate-pt.com. Happy, happy to talk to them anytime. Awesome. Hey, thank you so much for what you're doing out in the world, getting people out of pain, help giving people a little bit of hope. You know, if you can give some people some hope, I mean, you've changed your life for sure. Yeah. Thank Thank you for creating this podcast and, and giving giving space to uh, things that, that need to be said and, and uh, spreading the word. Absolutely. Yeah. And I appreciate you. If you're, if you're listening right now, could you please share this episode? There's someone that needs to hear that they don't have to be in pain the rest of their lives, that there's a path forward, or maybe they're an employer that can help out their employees and change some lives that way. So please share this episode and we'll see you guys next week on the Relentless Positive Podcast. Wow. What a great episode. You share that with somebody. I'm going to share with you some awesome sponsors. McWilliams Marketing. They can help your business grow. Regardless of the size of the project, you're going to get a solution that is specifically created for you and your business. No cookie cutter, one size fits approach here. So Amy and her band of fearless marketers can help you with all that stuff that you think you can do, but you're not really that good at it. You don't have time for it. They can do that. They're the experts. It's what they do. Web design, online conversion optimization, SEO, uh, graphic design, marketing, page management, all that stuff. Go let them do that. Don't handle that yourself. Go check them out at mcwilliamsmarketing.com. See what all they can do. They're amazing people. Teak Patnick with Patnick Realty. He really does it all in the real estate world. General real estate sales, acquisitions, property management, investments, all that good stuff. You're not just a transaction with Teak. He really wants to build a relationship for life with you. He has built his whole business on prayer, hard work ethic, honesty, and results. You can trust Patnick Realty with all your real estate needs. Hey, I trust my brother from another mother, Teak, and you should too. Give him a call, 256-694-0117, or email him at teak at patnickco.com. Embrace the power of visual learning. Are you a football referee, a coach, a player, a fan? 
Would you want to see the game from the perspective of officials on the field? Do you want a better understanding of the rules? Get It Right provides 3D simulations and virtual reality to learn the game and get invaluable reps from the comfort of your home. Go to GetItRightTraining.com. Train today for a better game tomorrow. Over the past four years, Valley Leadership Academy has established a reputation for being the ideal alternative to traditional schools by providing an excellent education along with real-life leadership and service opportunities. Now is your chance to come alongside them and help them grow to the next level. Please visit valleyleadershipacademy.org to find out about personal and corporate sponsorships that will help this remarkable school grow in an even brighter spot in Huntsville. Together, we can make a difference. Hey, these are awesome businesses. Go support them. They're out supporting positivity and they will do you right. Have an awesome day.